Hello and welcome. Yours truly, Ron Stafford, keeping you company on another exciting edition of Unconventional Ministry. It's a wonderful podcast. Of course, we are a service of Sat7. We chat with pastors and ministry leaders all across the globe. Uh, we've had wonderful conversations with uh, Rita El Munayer, our new CEO, Assam Nagi, Sat7 reporter, and uh, just wonderful conversations. Got some information from our president, uh, Dr. Rex Rogers, about a gentleman, actually a friend of his, that has written a wonderful book about women being pastors and leaders in the church, should they or shouldn't they? And with me on the phone right now is Dr. William Rudd. He's the author of the book. Uh, Bill, welcome to the program. Good to have you here. Well, thank you so much, Ron. It's a privilege to be with you. Excellent. Thank you so much. Can you give us a background of your work in ministry for our listeners, please? Surely. Thank you. I was privileged to have great mentors as a teenager and even started preaching as a teenager. Wow. But I uh, began as a youth pastor while I was in seminary and then went on to be the senior pastor of three churches. And I guess I've logged about 52 years of pastoral ministry at this point. I'd like to say I started when I was three. I grew up in Michigan, in northern Michigan. Okay. I was a youth pastor in uh, Indiana, senior pastor in Michigan, and then in Huntington, and then back to Michigan. Wonderful. Let's talk about the book that you wrote. Uh, again, Should Women Be Pastors and Leaders? in church. When did this book come out, and what prompted you to write the book itself? The book came out uh, just a little over a year ago, and was the result of a long uh, study on my part. Throughout my ministry, I had been a complementarian, that is, I would say a gentle complementarian, that is, I believe, the Holy Spirit in many capacities in the church, but not as a pastor or elder, as the top leader. Right. Periodically, I would, I would read a book with the contrary view. I'd always end up setting them aside and say, they just want to be politically correct. Mm -hmm. And then uh, someone put into my hands a book by Stanley Grins on Women in the Church. I was stunned because he held the high view of Scripture. The book was exegetical, and he just began to open my eyes about the passages that I thought had been so crystal clear. I was forced by the Scriptures to change my position and say that the, the Scriptures give no leadership restrictions based on gender. Interesting. So today I would say that women are certainly can experience God's call and practice ministry at every level. Interesting. The book is rather long. Am I correct in that? Some maybe 400 pages? Am I correct in that, Bill? Yes, that's correct. And uh, I wish I could have written it in a, in a shorter fashion. I, I wanted to try to make it popular on a coffee level so any layperson could read it. But Interesting. I knew that I had to have a degree of scholarship if I was going to read pastors and certainly seminarians and professors. Right. And so trying to kick the football between those two goalposts was a real challenge. Yes. And uh, I've never been known for being short-winded, so yes, <laughs> the book is quite lengthy. That's excellent. Let's talk more in detail about the transformation. Uh, obviously, the other book was an impetus for writing this. Is this something that God worked on your heart and said, you know what, this is what I want you to write? Or was there a fight in your mind about this? Just talk about what went through your mind. You're like, you know what, women really could do these roles. They are, there are passages of scripture that back this up. Just talk about the whole transformation process that you went through. Well, Right. Certainly dug into the original languages. I read voraciously from both sides of the issue. 
And I just, you know, yes, it was a struggle because when you've been in ministry teaching one thing for nearly 50 years, right. making a transformation in such a key issue, I felt like I had to be absolutely certain of what I thought the Holy Spirit had written in the scriptures. Hmm. And what I discovered was absolutely stunning. I felt compelled by the scriptures to change my view. Yes. I want to play devil's advocate here for a little bit. I was, before you and I were talking, I was reading the reviews online uh, of some people who think, you know, you're way off base. What do you say to those people? Well, I think first they need to state with humility. After all, I held their position for 28 years of ministry. Mm-hmm. And so I understand the position and how folks can kind of walk into it. And frankly, we all carry biases and prejudices, and sometimes our minds are quite closed. Right. And so my effort would be to challenge them, um, not to think that this was a change due to political correctness, pressure, or anything like that. I say, look, over the ages, the church has gotten some pretty significant things wrong at times. Mm-hmm. Slavery, heliocentric universe, mm-hmm. uh, the need for the reformation of all our icons. And so we shouldn't think that it is a dangerous thing to take another look at the scriptures and let them speak to us. Interesting. Unfortunately, I have run into those people who thank me and whose own position has changed or been affirmed, but I certainly have had many including dear friends whose minds are so closed that they won't even look at my book and have mm. you know, labeled me as, as having gone over the edge. Good grief. And I, that's sad to me because I do think we need to let the Holy Spirit teach us Exactly. Talk about your relationship with a gentleman by the name of Dr. Rex Rogers. I knew Dr. Rogers when he was the president of Grand Rapids Theological Seminary and Cornerstone University, and mm-hmm. he became a, a good friend during that time, and I just respected him so deeply for his scripturally oriented intellect and, and his ability to communicate so well and his commitment to scripture and ministry. I knew that after he, he left that ministry, he got involved in a ministry that was global. And we kind of had lost connection, and I didn't know a great deal about it. And hmm. then when we reconnected, and he shared the vision of Sat 7 with me, I, I was just blown away by it. I immediately said, please give me a bunch of literature and something like that. Because it's focus on a, a neglected people group uh, in the tender window, and it's a very strategic methodology. Mm-hmm. Just captured my attention. I feel there is a future of missions and local churches in reaching out through the ministry like so that happens. Mm-hmm. It was great for us to reconnect, and part of that reconnection was that uh, Dr. Rogers had read my book mm-hmm. and uh, wanted to get together and talk about it, and has been very complimentary and wrote a great, great review on Amazon for me. So, Where can others get a copy of the book, Bill? Amazon, uh, through Barnes & Noble, okay. uh, Westville Press, and almost every bookstore, and it's available either in paper cover, hardcover, uh, or as an e-book like Kindle or Nook. Okay, excellent. Would you mind closing out our time today, uh, Bill, with a brief word of prayer? Would you mind doing that for us, please? I would be thrilled. Thank you. Father, thank you for your incredible, relentless love and grace through Christ and the transformation that he's made in our lives, and I thank you so much that you just continue to work with me to uh, bring me to think and act like Jesus. Please don't stop that process. Thank you for Ron. Thank you for the ministry of Sat 7 and the incredible work that your spirit is doing around the world. I pray that nothing will hinder that for the glory of God. And I ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
Amen. Is there an email you have, Doctor, that you'd be willing to share? If our listeners want to get in touch with you personally, would you be willing to share that? Uh, I would be honored to hear from people. My email is drbrudd at msn.com. That's okay. Dr. Dr. and then Excellent. Very good. Dr. William Rudd, author of uh, Should Women Be Pastors and Leaders in the Church? It's a wonderful read. Again, read the comments online there. Doctor, thank you so much for the time today. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. Again, that is Dr. William Rudd. Pick a copy of his book up today. Get that book. You certainly want to read it, and you will be enlightened as well. Again, should women be pastors and leaders in church? That's going to do it for me, Ron Stafford, thanking you as always for being right there. And remember, only with God's strength and God's help, you can indeed make it a great day and a better tomorrow. We'll chat again next time. We live in a changing world that offers more ways than ever to minister to others. Sat7 is changing how ministry is done by using cutting-edge technology. We beam age-old biblical truth through well-produced programs into living rooms. And by partnering with churches, we're able to overcome obstacles in communicating the gospel message around the world. We also offer web streaming, and our apps can be downloaded on various smart devices across the Middle East and North Africa. Sat7 has a satellite television channel for Arabic children where they're allowed to produce programs for their peers. In order for Sat7 to continue in this effort, we need support from listeners like you. Visit us online today at sat7usa.org unconventional. That's sat7usa.org unconventional. Or call us at 866-744-7287. That's 866-744-7287.